This is Cast Club Radio. Brought to you by Heritage Distilling. On Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. On Cast Club Radio, we believe every spirit has a story. And stories like good drinks are always better when shared with friends. Each week, we'll explore the intersection of cocktails, spirits, beer, wine, and life. It's Cast Club Radio. Here's your hosts, Lydia Cruz and Justin Stiefel. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Cast Club Radio. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Lydia Cruz. And I'm Justin Stiefel. And I'm Maura Dooley. And a couple of holidays we're celebrating. Mother's Day is tomorrow, celebrating all of these special women in our lives. Plus, it's a big day for Heritage Distilling, too. We're going to be out at the official Ballard opening today. Yeah, the official opening. Uh, we had it about two hours ago, so we finish that briefly and record the show and then we're gonna go back out and make sure that people get all the samples that they want to try so justin what can people expect coming to the new location i saw that there's a tasting menu we have a tasting menu that rotates every month it uh, features different fresh uh, cocktail type concoctions my family's heritage is italian so our menu actually we call them bavandas and bavanda is the italian word for drink so customers can go into the tasting room they can choose from a flight of straight samples of anything we make, or they can choose of a mixed flight of straight samples and a bavanda, or they can have an option of a couple bavandas off of our specialty menu. Again, that menu rotates. It's like a fresh sheet. We update it at least once a month. Uh, It's geared towards either holidays, so we can show people how to build cocktails for their holiday parties or special occasions, or it's just geared towards the season. So in this case, we're in the middle of spring, summer's around the corner, and we're celebrating with all these uh, very fresh, fruit-forward style cocktails that people can learn how to make at home. And later in this hour, we're going to talk about the best brunch places that you can go with mom to celebrate. Also, a couple of Mother's Day gift ideas that we've got going on. But speaking of Mother's Day gift ideas, the Cast Club could be perfect for that. Oh, the Cast Club is a great gift idea for dads and moms. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find a lot of moms with their girlfriends or their daughters or sons who are over 21 will uh, get a cask in our cask club and they go in together and decide what they want to age. And sometimes it's traditional whiskey approach. Sometimes it's uh, vodka, gin. Sometimes they put special flavorings in it. But they're most excited about getting their hands dirty in custom aging their own spirits and uh, taking that home when it's done and they learn a lot from our staff in the process so we encourage people to come down to the distillery uh, any of the distilleries we have including the new one in Ballard check out the wall of casks reserve your slot get your name on there and uh, we'll fill it up with whatever you want us to age for you it's, a, it's an awesome gift idea it is the gift that keeps on giving too <laughs> now speaking of uh, putting your own touch on spirits This is an interesting story to lead off our headlines today. Bob Dylan getting into the whiskey business? Yeah, so kind of a surprise to folks, Mm -hmm. but for two years, he and a couple partners have been working on a whiskey project, and they're just now getting ready to release it. And it's called Heaven's Door. It's a collection (laughs) of three whiskeys. There's a straight rye, a straight bourbon, and a double-barreled whiskey. And uh, he and the two partners spent the last several years coming up with the flavor profiles. And uh, I, when I was reading the story, I commented to somebody that after two or three servings of Bob Dylan's whiskey, you probably will sound like him if you start talking. <laughs> 
You'll get the good raspiness going on in your voice. Well, and you may have some confusing words kind of stumble out, <laughs> yes. out of your lips, uh, which he's been known to do once in a while. Well, that's funny because in this story, they say that uh, it's, he said that it should feel like being in a wood structure. And, and they said some of the executives found that comment puzzling. It's like, well, uh, that's kind of his thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he has a history in his songwriting uh, with, of weaving kind of the adult beverage theme throughout. And uh, the article talks about uh, his uh, one of his songs from 1963 called Moonshiner and a version of a song called Copper Kettle uh, in, in one of his albums in 1970. Uh, and they describe the process of working with him always is taking place in his metal foundry. He has a uh, metal artwork foundry in Los Angeles that he spends a lot of time at wow. now. And they have woven those themes into the artwork that is on the bottles. And, and it is very cool, the artwork that they put together. These well, bottles are going to go for, they're going to be very expensive. Well, I do like this quote, too, that he says that he wanted to create a collection of American whiskeys that in their own way tell a story, because it reminds me of another certain company we know where every spirit has a story. Yeah, well, that's our theme at Heritage Distilling Company. Every spirit has a story. Yep. What else is going on in the news? Well, uh, brewery in Maine has proposed a $65 million redevelopment project, which would include a 105-room beer hotel, something they call the Brutel. And it's going to take place at the Shipyard Brewery's existing two-acre facility where they're going to tear down uh, quite a bit of the existing plant and bottling uh, portion, build the 105-room hotel, including three-story residential buildings, office building, and a four-story parking garage. Their main advertising hook is going to be they're going to allow keg delivery service to your room. So you can have kegs of beer delivered to your room. Also, you'll be able to go down to the first floor of the Brutel and take a tour of the brewery operations, hit the tap room, get samples, have a pint, and so on. And this is following the trend of more hands-on experiential experiences, to be redundant, uh, that customers are looking for. They want that experience, that hands-on kind of tactile exposure to things now. And so Dogfish Head uh, has uh, announced a venture similar to this. McMinniman's out here on the West Coast is uh, well known for having lots of different uh, multi-themed microbrewery slash um, event space slash hotel slash bars all up and down the West Coast. And uh, BrewDog, which is set to open up a similar hotel concept in Ohio later this year. Well, I could see these being very popular, Brutels, as as they're called. And uh, we talked last week on the show about how important aesthetics are to that drinking experience. So why wouldn't a hotel be the perfect place to combine great aesthetics? But I think the keg delivery well, to the room could make for some unruly hotel guests. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's better than running a tap line to each room where you have your own tap and then yeah. you can just have beer on demand, you know. So you have the faucet for your sink, the faucet for the tub, and you've got a beer faucet in the room. That'd really be uh, trouble. I don't think the regulators would go for that. Mm -mm. Nope. And finally, rounding out our stories for the, for the week, a piece of technology that could really change things around. Yeah, it's a new app called Corkscrew, and they hope to revolutionize supermarket shopping for wine specifically. The app was developed to let you enter the type of uh, food that you're going to consume or the type of uh, snacks or the type of flavor profiles that you like in your wine. And it runs through 
more than 10,000 unique wine flavors and the chemical elements that comprise all the flavors, plus all the other DNA structures of wine, which includes sweetness, fruitiness, acidity, uh, alcohol, uh, and body. And they put all that together, they have a series of algorithms, and then based on what you enter, it comes up with the uh, most highly rated wines that fit those profiles based on your inputs. It also includes uh, personal preferences, price on the wine, and critical reviews that come from third-party critics. And it's just the more of this hands-on, instant access to data with more data than we ever could have imagined possible. I mean, imagine going through and dissecting 10,000 flavor profiles mm -hmm. and then categorizing them, putting them into a database, and then cross-referencing them so that the consumer at any one time can pick which ones uh, are most important to them and then up pop uh, the the wines that fit those flavor profiles. And we're, you know, we're just kind of on the cutting edge of all the digital application to wine and spirits will be following next. Yeah, it's exciting. More personalization and more on-demand information, just as you said. That's right. And the app is free. It's available for iOS and Android. And uh, they are going to also feature a couple select wines a month to pop up based on uh, the editor's criteria and what's hot in the market. So the app is called Corkscrew App, and we'd love people to go download it and give us their feedback. It's free. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Corkscrew App might actually be a solution to your Mother's Day finding gifts. It might be a, an avenue to help you find the perfect gift for Mother's Day. Speaking of which, coming up on Cast Club Radio, we're going to discuss a couple Mother's Day ideas. It's okay if you procrastinated and you waited a little late. We've got some great ideas for you to get the perfect gift for mom this Mother's Day. That's next on Cast Club Radio. Welcome back to Cast Club Radio. Thanks so much for being here with us. Celebrating Mother's Day tomorrow. I can't believe it crept up on us so quickly. And I don't know about you guys. Are you ones to procrastinate? Do you wait a little too long? That's okay. Mother's Day, right around the corner, but we still got some great gift ideas if you were late to the party. Well, Justin, your great staff over at Heritage Distilling came up with a pretty impressive list of some of these gifts, right? Scoured the internet to find the best. They did. They looked all over. Uh, the first one they found was this uh, reusable bag, tote bag. And on the side, it says, my book club only reads wine labels. <laughs> and uh, that, Love that. that would be appropriate, especially, especially in cities uh, that have made plastic shopping bags illegal. Uh, get mom the bag that uh, lets the whole world know what she reads, which is probably wine labels. And uh, you can be doing good for the environment at the same time. And throw a couple bottles of wine in there, and you're covered. Yeah, good to go. Yeah, never give a never give an, an empty bag. You just always have a, a bottle or two in there. Absolutely. Now, speaking of which, uh, you could drink this wine out of. This is one of more and I's favorites. <laughs> a giant wine yeah, glass. This is the the giant wine glass. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it fits. How big is it? It fits an entire bottle of wine because I mean, one glass is just simply not enough, right? <laughs> yes, one glass, and it's big enough to fit the entire bottle of wine, a full 750 milliliters with room on top to spare. It is one huge glass. <laughs> and uh, that way when, you know, your doctor says, uh, how many glasses of wine do you drink on a regular occasion? You can say, well, I only have one glass. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so good. Now, if your mom is uh, not 
so much a wine person, maybe she's more spirits, something on this list for her as well. Yeah, there's a mother's little helper hip flask. It is pink. It has one of these great 1950s kind of uh, caricatures of mom uh, on the side. And it says mother's little helper, uh, which, you know, is reminiscent of the uh, Rolling Stones talking about uh, mom's little helper in that song. And, uh, you know, why are the flasks only for dad? Moms should have a flask, too. Absolutely. And then if you are someone who maybe likes to take your wine on the go, they have something for you, too. They do. Uh, it's not just a wine glass. It's a wine-to-go cup. So it's in the shape of a wine glass, <laughs> and it's plastic, and it has a lid and a straw. And uh, that way you can walk. Maybe you're walking the dog. Maybe you're pushing the stroller with the baby. Uh, maybe you just are kind of out and about and just want to not have a spill. And uh, this wine glass with the straw and the cover is perfect for any occasion. It's an adult sippy cup, if you will. Yes. <laughs> it is. It is an adult sippy cup. That's yeah. Right. Just the then, juice, uh, different version of the juice. That's right. That's right. And then we put together a list of more serious ideas. And these are the kind of things where even if you are at the last minute shopping right now uh, and you can't physically get the thing in your hand, you can sign mom up for some wine, beer, or spirits clubs and have beer, wine, or spirits delivered to mom's house uh, on a regular schedule and that way even today you can go sign mom up print off the certificate and let her know her first batch of beer wine or spirits will be shipped to her house uh, in short order and the first one we found is called the u.s microbrewed beer club each month the team of beer experts tastes over 500 beers that would be a one heck of a job 500 beers a month <laughs> wow. uh, they rate each beer's appearance aromatic profile body and balance the mouthfeel, finish, and of course, overall character, flavor, and appeal. Only 20% of the beers they taste are even considered qualified to send in the monthly beer subscription box. The beers are unique, hard to find, and award-winning microbrews from across the United States. That's the U.S. Microbrewed Beer Club, Beer of the Month Club. This is cool if uh, your mom is maybe really into maybe a beer nerd like my own, like my own mother, but is not always able to travel to every part of the country, but still wants to get that local that local taste feel. That's right. That's right. Uh, Beer of the Month Club. So uh, that's following on you know, the widely known wine clubs and now some of the spirits clubs. Speaking of spirits clubs, we uh, have our own spirits club at Heritage Distilling. The uh, membership is free to join, offers quarterly shipments of handcrafted spirits, vodkas, gins, or whiskeys. It appeals to all tastes, great savings, shipped directly to mom at her house. Uh, members enjoy discounts on spirits, merchandise, and receive invitations to exclusive events throughout the year. Uh, we've got three levels, and so depending on what you want, vodka, gin, or whiskey, you can go and sign up for any one of the three levels and have those three bottles of spirits shipped directly to you or to a friend or family member every quarter. Justin, is there someone uh, that you can think of that has given really positive feedback on either gifting this or getting this as a gift? Everybody who has gotten it, first and foremost, comments on the box and the packaging. So we designed the packaging so that when it arrives, it really is kind of an event. It's not just <laughs> opening. It's like a gift. Yeah. Box. It's like a gift. And when it arrives, it opens up and there's this really cool three bottle pack with a die cut of uh, Elk Rack logo and everything. And uh, it has a little bit of a puzzle component trying to undo it. And it's very high quality. And people comment first and foremost on the packaging. And then, of course, uh, they comment on uh, the spirits that arrive. And they love the variety of spirits they can choose from. Our staff is very responsive. So if you call up or email and say, hey, 
I am not into this, this flavor. I would prefer this other flavor instead. We will accommodate that to you. And uh, then we also include in the packaging lots of uh, cocktail suggestions and other uh, ways to use spirits. Yeah, that's. I remember from your advent calendar how impressive just the packaging was, and I was every say the same thing. Yeah, every um, thought that was given to just every detail of it, I thought was really impressive. Yeah, well, the team works hard and they do an excellent job. And then wine clubs. So lots of wineries have wine clubs. So maybe you go and you find the best uh, winery. Maybe you go and you find the winery that you know your mom likes the most, and maybe sign her up for a wine club. We found a wine club called Bright Cellars, where you go online and you take a quiz based on, again, the flavor profiles that you like and that are unique to you. And then they search the wines and come up with the wines that meet the flavor profiles you're looking for. Only 1 in 12 wines that they taste make it into the monthly collections. And those matches then get selected and uh, the collections put together based on the flavor profiles you're looking for. So that is called Bright Cellars, and uh, it's like a collection of uh, wine clubs. That's such a great gift for a wine lover. And I know I always like trying different wines, but sometimes I'm at the store and I'm looking at labels and trying to decide just based on the labels because, I, you know, when you're trying a new wine, you don't necessarily know. So between the app that we just talked about last segment and um, a wine club that gives you a quiz so that they can pin down your taste more accurately it's 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 nice to kind of have that and not have to play the guessing game at the store that's right it's about the hyper localization and kind of the micro targeting for each individual customer based on what the customer wants and that's how the data is uh, coming to work for us it's a great thing all right so there you go you're all set for mother's day no excuses <laughs> Show up empty-handed Coming up on Cast Club Radio, if you're looking to take your mom out for a delicious brunch or dinner, but you also want a beautiful environment and a beautiful view, we have just the place for you, Goldfinch Tavern in the Four Seasons. We talk to executive chef Joe Ritchie next on Cast Club Radio. Welcome back to Cast Club Radio. Maura Dooley and Lydia Cruz here with you in studio. We are joined by Joe Ritchie, executive chef of the Goldfinch Tavern at the Four Seasons. And he's going to talk to us today about the amazing Mother's Day brunch and Mother's Day dinner that they have going on this week. Joe, can you tell us a little bit about how your your background as a chef? I grew up in, in the area. I grew up in the Snoqualmie Valley. So I have a lot of roots here in the Seattle, Puget Sound region, the Seattle area. After high school, I joined the military for a little bit, but then I ended up... Um, leaving the military and going into um, culinary. So I, I went to culinary school in Scottsdale, Arizona, and then eventually made my way back up here. I uh, worked at the Herb Farm in Woodenville for uh, four years. I worked at Poppy up on Capitol Hill. I did a little stint at Ray's Boathouse. Um, I opened a market restaurant with Ethan, and I spent some time in Vail, Colorado, trying to be a ski bum. Yeah. Didn't we all try to do that at some point? (laughs) Yeah, I went for a year and ended up staying for three. That's kind of how it works. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I definitely tried to be a snowboard bum at some point in my life. What is the biggest thing that you learned about the Seattle culinary scene since you have that experience of going other places and seeing... Um, what the palate or anything is like there? What's the maybe something unique about this area? Well, I did two stints in the Midwest, one in Arizona and one in, in Vail. 
and you really don't realize until you leave here what we have here. I mean, yeah. it's it's amazing from the agriculture in central Washington, amazing cheeses, obviously incredible seafood, um, local meats. We have everything you could possibly want um, right here within, you know, 100 miles of, of Seattle, which is pretty incredible. And you don't see that in a lot of other places when you're, you know, everything's shipped to you for, on truck, you know, from several hundred miles. So it's, it's a big, big thing that we have here in Seattle. What's your biggest joy as a chef? Biggest joy as a chef, mm-hmm. uh, interacting with guests, seeing people who are um, having a good time and then getting to know them a little bit in the in the restaurant. That's really rewarding um, as a chef. Is it changing people's opinions maybe about food or just hearing that they enjoy your food? Yeah, I think that I think the days of having the chef kind of hidden away, you know, the gr- the grouchy person in the back <laughs> of the you know the kitchen, um, hidden away from the, from the guest is those days are over. I think that in order to kind of give the guest an you know an increased um, experience, you have to be out there. You have to interact. You have to be, you know, the figurehead of the restaurant. What is the most difficult balance between, yeah, you, you're also, you're back of the house, but you're also kind of front of the house. How do you balance those two things? It can be a challenge. Um, you definitely have to be flexible. You have to be willing to, um, you know, you have to prioritize on the fly, I think, see what's the most important thing to do at the time. So what's ahead for Mother's Day? Since you talk about the joys of, of meeting the people and the customers. I would assume that Mother's Day is a huge weekend for you guys. And uh, what's the what's the scene like in the restaurant? Mother's Day is definitely a crazy day. Um, we, we get a lot of uh, larger families, larger groups that come in. They're all um, they're all in a good mood when they walk in the door, which we like because it, it sets us up sets us up for success right off the bat. Um, from my experience with my mom, you know, making mom happy is easy. All you have to do is make the people around her happy. And so that's kind of our goal. We're looking at, you know, a really big, generous buffet for uh, um, for the brunch um, with lots of good options, you know. So we're definitely not skimping. We're doing scallops with asparagus. We're doing morel mushrooms with ravioli. We're doing beef tenderloin as your, op, you know, entree option um, in addition to getting all of your appetizers from the buffet. So it's all about making the people around mom happy, and then that typically makes mom happy. So you guys are doing a Mother's Day brunch, also a Mother's Day dinner as well, right? Oh, yeah. We're, we're doing it all to, uh, that day. So it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. So we're doing a three-course special menu for Mother's Day dinner. It's three courses, $65. Um, so you get to choose some really amazing um, appetizers, you know, salmon crudo, uh, Dungeness crab salad, pea soup, uh, crispy pork belly. And then we've got some awesome entrees. We're doing some... Um, prime beef, halibut, and uh, again, those morel mushroom raviolis that are just perfect this time of year. What goes into planning a menu like this for a special occasion? Well, here at the hotel, we definitely plan well in advance. And so you have to be well aware of what's available at that time. So uh, we were hoping the price of morels was going to be um, good at this time of um, at this time of year. And fortunately, the price has been coming down as more are available. But yeah, so you're looking at what's going to be uh, what's going to be good at the time. Um, and so, you know, halibut's perfect right now. Morel mushrooms, peas are coming on. There's a lot of stuff available. And so we plan our menus around that. And a lot of these look like familiar foods, and yet they have sort of, I don't know, an innovative edge to them. How do you balance old familiars with being also kind of on the cutting edge? Uh, just preparation, making sure it's done right, um, not masking the flavors of the of the great um, products that we have to use here, um, and just doing it really well. Um, I like to use a lot of herbs. You know, I spend a lot of time at the herb farm, so I like to, you know, add a little bit of that component to a dish so people have the familiarity of something like a piece of halibut, but then it's really, it tastes really great with, um, you know, some tarragon or something uh, added to it. You mentioned, you mentioned your mom. Is she a big 
Chef, is she a big reason why you like food and cooking? My mom's a great cook, and, and she cooked for five of us kids when we were, <laughs> when we were younger. Um, and she always, she always cooked from scratch. She always planned ahead. So I think I learned a lot of that organization and um, appreciation for, for local products from my mom. We always had a garden, and, and she was always really active in, in planning that. What's your favorite thing to either cook for her or cook with her? Uh, she doesn't cook that much anymore. I don't blame her. Um, <laughs> she, she's got simple taste, so she loves a really good piece of steak and with some really good mashed potatoes um, and some roasted vegetables. Just really simple. Now, I know that you guys are pretty much all booked up this weekend for Mother's Day. So is there something that people can make at home or just like a tried and true favorite uh, for, for the moms or special women in their life? Yeah, absolutely. We've got a, a few spots left for dinner, but yeah, I think that we're we're getting getting to the point where we're full. I think that using the products that are best right now. So it's springtime. I think that the three most awesome um, ingredients that are available and that really go well together are halibut, asparagus, and morel mushrooms, and all of them are all over out there, um, and they're all relatively um, easy to cook. Just a lightly seared piece of halibut with some roasted asparagus and some sautéed morels. I mean, you, it's hard to go wrong with that. Now, you guys have something fun there where you get to decide the menu and kind of surprise people called Trust the Chef, right? Absolutely. It's it's our dinner tasting menu, essentially. And it's, it's more than just a surprise uh, menu. It's really interactive. And I think that going back to trying to interact with as many guests as possible, if people are putting their, their dining experience in our hands um, as the chefs in the kitchen, we want to make sure that we're giving them, you know, a little extra experience. So the chefs bring out every course. We talk about all the dishes. Um, and it's neat because we actually give some of the young cooks in the kitchen um, freedom with developing the dish for the night. So um, you could be sitting next to another table that's getting the, the trust the chef and you might be getting a completely different experience. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's, um, it's the ultimate goldfinch culinary experience to come in and, and see what we do. And we, you, you end up getting to try a lot of different dishes. The first, the first course ends up being seven different plates that come to the table uh, that you share with your, with your um, dining partners. And then obviously we do like a, a pasta course and a, a meat course that are individually plated and a dessert to finish. It's, it's a really cool experience. Like sounds like a personalized eating experience that you can't get anywhere else. We, we want it to be interactive. We want it to be unique. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. You guys, we haven't even talked about it, but you are right on, or you have great views too as well, right? We do have a good view of Elliott Bay and beautiful West Seattle. Uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Sometimes I get caught up in the moment and you don't realize as you're walking through the dining room that you're seeing some of the most amazing sunsets. But yeah, you can see the Olympics and the sun setting and it, yeah, it's an impressive view. So we talked about how you're mostly booked up for Mother's Day, but that doesn't mean that people have to miss out on the holiday celebration totally at Goldfinch. There's Father's Day is right around the corner. Yeah, just literally a month away. I ended up writing the menu last night. So Mother's Day is all about, um, you know, delicate things, uh, fish and and seafood. And and, uh, Father's Day for us is going to be all about steak. So we're doing a huge steak menu where you choose your steak and then all of the sides, all of the appetizers and desserts come along with it. So I think that's going to be fun. And we're wide open as far as reservations. Awesome. Joe, we usually wrap up every interview by asking everyone, if you were throwing a cocktail party and we were invited, what are we drinking? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I'm a huge whiskey sour person myself, but lately we've been on a, a Kochi Americano kick at home.
home because it's starting to get warm and uh, just literally a splash of Kochi Americano, some sparkling water, a twist, and that's been my go-to lately. But yeah, I'm drinking whiskey sours most of the time. That sounds pretty, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I don't know about the Kochi Americano. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it's into delicious. this. It's delicious. Super refreshing. Well, we've got a new drink, at least. Thank you so much, Joe. We really appreciate it. And everybody needs to get down to Goldfinch, especially uh, for the holidays here coming up. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. Coming up next on Cast Club Radio, we continue the brunch talk with some of our personal favorite spots. Plus, if you're not into crowds on holidays like this, we have some fantastic cocktail recipes for you to play home bartender for Mother's Day instead. That's coming up next on Cast Club Radio. Welcome back to Cats Club Radio. Maura Dooley, Lydia Cruz, and Justin Stiefel here with you. We've been talking all day about brunch because it just, well, seems to be synonymous with Mother's Day. Speaking of brunch, it's one of one of my favorite meals. I'm one of the people that could eat breakfast any time of day, all day, every day. <laughs> Do you guys have favorite brunch spots, regardless of, you know, specific to Mother's Day, but just places that you like to go in the uh, greater Seattle slash Tacoma area? Well, down in Tacoma, the Pacific Grill, uh, which is right in the corner of Pacific, uh, right in the heart of downtown, has a tremendous uh, Sunday brunch menu, and they've got bottomless mimosas and bottomless Bloody Marys. And Salt. that is always a very <laughs> high-end collection of food, very good recipes, and well-executed, uh, combined with great cocktails and a good atmosphere. So we like the Pacific Grill quite a bit. How about you, Maura? I really like Cafe Flora. Oh, I had yeah. some friends take me there because, well, my friend's husband is vegetarian, but I'm not vegetarian, and, and I would say that, that everything they do there is still really, really delicious. And uh, there's usually a little bit of a wait. But they also do these from scratch Bloody Marys that are really good with like house made pickled vegetables. I love when you get a Bloody Mary and you it's like you have secondary snacks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love all the garnishes just as much as the drink. And they're works of art. Usually I'm just usually in awe of, of how they put these things together. I've got two places for you guys, depending on your dietary restrictions. First of all, you mentioned like veggie friendly. Portage Bay is my choice for that. They've got four locations now. They are... Incredibly, you can get a hearty brunch, but still, whether you're gluten-free, whether you're vegan, you can still get a full stack of pancakes. They have the famous epic uh, toppings bar where you can go up and they've got every topping that you could possibly want to put on your waffles slash pancakes. Um, it's it's delicious. And then the other one is the High Life in Ballard, oh, yeah. which is right by the new Heritage Distilling location, actually. And it's located in the incredible historic, it's over 100 years old, the Firehouse Number 18. And so it's a beautiful location. And then they just make just good old fashioned, hearty, you know, eggs and bacon breakfast that I love and usually amazing service as well. So it sounds, I'm getting hungry just talking yeah. about this, you guys. <laughs> well, the thing about Mother's Day is uh, there are so many families going out all at once. It's a huge rush and these places get packed and the the line and the wait is forever and so ballard is a good example if you're in ballard and you are on the waiting list to get in to your restaurant for brunch and you've got a half hour or an hour wait 
walk down to Heritage Distilling and uh, go in and get some samples and kind of have like a, a brunch pre-funk of uh, Bavandas and spirit samples. And Why we'll, not? We'll take care of mom. I love it. I did want to share a little secret uh, that we found last year, and that is if you're having a hard time finding a place for reservations for Mother's Day because they're all sold out, uh, we found that many of the golf clubs and golf courses have tremendous Mother's Day brunches, and they're usually not very busy because a lot of people don't think about going to take mom to the golf course for brunch. So if it's uh, crunch time and you haven't found a place, for brunch for mom or grandma think about calling one of the golf courses and seeing if they have some seats for you tomorrow which oh, it is good. crunch time at this point yeah. so <laughs> give them a call crunch time. That's right. <laughs> also speaking of Maura yeah. you've got the experience you've worked on Mother's Day and you know how busy it can be it's a rough day for a server that's for sure <laughs> I'm, I hope everybody's families are enjoying it but it's it's very just non-stop reservations from the time you open till you know three in the afternoon or so it finally dies out for brunch but so I tend to avoid those high traffic holidays uh, as far as going out for myself yeah but I know Justin if you wanted to stay home and do something special for mom you know you have some ideas about kind of setting up a nice little happy hour for her so yeah, tomorrow you can uh, build cocktails for mom at home, and uh, we've got a couple cocktail ideas, and we'll just jump right into them right now. First one is strawberry mint sparkler. This requires some fresh strawberries, fresh lime juice, fresh mint leaves, some vodka, some club soda, and uh, a cocktail shaker with ice. And the way this starts is in a cocktail shaker, combine five medium strawberries that you have sliced, Add a half ounce of freshly squeezed lime juice and muddle it until the strawberries are completely dissolved. Gently add three fresh mint leaves and muddle those into the mixture. Add two ounces of our Elk Rider vodka, fill it with two-thirds ice, and then shake it vigorously. And then strain it out into a clean cocktail glass and you can garnish it with uh, a little bit of lime, a little bit of uh, sprig of mint, or a strawberry. That sounds really refreshing. I like that. Yeah, and strawberries are beginning to come in now, and uh, they're available all over the place. The uh, second cocktail is our Pink Fizz, and this requires, again, some fresh mint leaves, fresh lime juice, vodka, cranberry juice, and uh, champagne or sparkling wine or Prosecco. So this is one of those uh, nice bubbly kind of uh, brunch-style cocktail. So first off, you muddle two mint leaves with half an ounce of the fresh lime juice in a shaker, add some ice, add two ounces of our Elk Rider vodka, add one-eighth of a cup of cranberry juice, shake it all well in the shaker, and then pour the mixture into four champagne glasses, and then top off with the sparkling wine, champagne, or Prosecco, and then garnish it with the mint. So that, again, that's going to be a beautiful uh, cranberry-colored, uh, little bubbly, uh, refreshing, light cocktail to share with mom or grandma. It's awesome. I love the idea of telling mom to kick her feet up and playing bartender for her for a little while. That's right. Well, as always, to get these cocktail recipes or to get links to any of the gifts that we talked about earlier in the show for Mother's Day, you can check those out at heritagedistilling.com. 
You guys always have those up, helpful links for anybody listening to the podcast. Speaking of which, you can also download any episode of Cast Club Radio at heritagedistilling.com or at cairoradio.com. Just click on the podcast tab and look for Cast Club Radio. That's right. And because tomorrow is Mother's Day and if you need to do any kind of last minute shopping or you need help with building cocktails, go to any Heritage Distilling location. We'll walk you through great ways to make easy cocktails at home, provide you with all the spirits and the mixers and you might find a cool gift or two to share with mom as well and we're especially proud to be open in ballard we're gonna finish the radio show today head back over to the new distillery in ballard right on the corner of northwest market street and uh, 20th and uh, we hope to see you there tonight tomorrow and uh, anytime into the near future and uh, as always thanks for listening to us on cast club radio and don't forget to rate us on itunes Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. It's okay to celebrate them beyond just tomorrow, too. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Cask Club Radio, brought to you by Heritage Distilling, part of Cairo Weekends on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Check us out on MyNorthwest.com to learn more and catch up on past episodes. Cask Club Radio, brought to you by Heritage Distilling on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM.